0: We're going to try to give you a little bit of time back tonight. We got folks that have been here all day long, and I want to try to be mindful of that this evening. And um, Hebrews chapter twelve it should be about thirteen oh four. If I can, couldn't only see that little number at the bottom of the page. I think that's what it was. Up and uh, Hebrews chapter twelve, verse twenty seven. Find your place, say amen. And this word yet once more signifies the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore we receive a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Tonight, with the help of God, I want to preach on just a simple thought, some things that cannot be shaken. Let's go to the throne of grace. Ask the Lord to help us here this evening. I want to ask Brother Zeke, how about you pray? Amen. You can be seated. If there is one great certainty of the day, and that is, everything changes. We live in a very shaky time, uh, in a very unstable world. Um, and uh, boy, how true that is. But Second Thessalonians tells us in chapter 2 verse 1, now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, that by gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a fallen way first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. And the Bible says, the things that can be shaken will be removed to reveal the things that cannot be shaken. I don't think this story has a thing to do, but it made me smile. It might make you smile. This dear lady takes her neighbor, Samantha, and goes to the police department to report her husband missing. The policeman said, now give me a full description of your husband. Well, he's 35 years old, has beautiful wavy hair, a deep olive complexion, crystal clear blue eyes, an athletic build. He's softly spoken is ever so romantic. Hang on a minute, said Samantha. Your husband's 48 years old, fat, bald, a big mouth, doesn't have a romantic bone in his body. Okay, she said, but who wants him back? I thought I'd throw that in Because some of you might need a smile It's a very comforting thought That in a world Where things are so very Changing and even decaying If you will Praise God there's some things That are sure We, we had just a wonderful time In our Sunday school class this morning and one of our dear men said this. we talking about whom do men say Jesus is. And one of them said, well, there's just nowhere else to turn. And how true that is. But what's the blessing about that? There's nowhere else I want to turn to. Because He's the one that is not shaken. So tonight, just quickly, I want to give you four things in this world that are not shaken, cannot be shaken, will not be shaken, will not, uh, uh, cannot be shaken, and will not be shaken. Number one, the throne of God cannot and will not be shaken. Psalms 45:6, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever, the sepulchre of thy kingdom is a right sepulchre. Lamentation, writer said in 519, O O thou, O Lord, remainest forever, thy throne from generation to generation. We can praise God tonight. You'll never go to the throne room of God with a need and find on the door, come back tomorrow, he's not available today you 'll never go to the throne room where there's not a place for you and I to go. The Bible says casting all of our cares upon him for he cares for us. any a blessing tonight to know. You never you never go to the throne room and get a busy signal. You never go to the throne room and God says come back tomorrow. And I'll see if I can help you. You never go to the throne room of God in like businesses today that sell a is not mentioned in any of them. That they just absolutely can't get anything done. I want you to know you go to the throne room of God, and there's never a time my wife's gonna get me after service. Please pray for me, all right? God, there's never a time. The throne represents God's kingship. We have here king of kings and lord of lords. Nothing in this world, hallelujah, will ever change that. He will never stop being king of kings. He will never stop being lord of lords. The throne represents grace and judgment and those of us who have put our trust in Jesus Christ, we can come to the throne of God anytime. And I just praise God. Sometimes you'll go to the throne of God and you just need mercy. You just need, you need God to love you instead of just wearing your breeches off or dress off, whatever you might have on. And sometimes you go to the throne room and And you need God's unmerited favor. No matter what you go to the throne room with, God does not shake. The throne cannot be shaken. And I praise God for that. Secondly, church, the Word of God cannot be shaken. There is a great battle today, a great battle. In churches. Not here. And I hope to God. Never here. There's a great battle today. I'm always wanting to move. On the word of God. And I believe with all my heart. The King James Bible. Is a, is a, a preserved word. Given to an English speaking people. And I want you to know. If that be true. And it is. This word will never be shaken. Somebody said, well, I don't know if I believe it. Your disbelief does not change it. Well, I, I just don't believe that. What you believe does not change that. You say, well, that's not my opinion. Your opinion does not change that. The reality is, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. You are here because of the Word of God, and that will never be shaken. What I'm trying to say is, God will you'll never get to glory. And God said, I changed my mind about what I had to say. Have you ever had anybody tell you something? And then down the road they changed their mind? Well, God in this book will never change. That's the reason uh, when we have a trial. When we have these things that shakes us. And there are times in our life there will be things that shake us to the very core of our life. If you'll run to this book, if you'll run to the Word of God, in this Word, God will give you something and He'll tell you this. He said, it'll never shake on you. It'll never shake. It's a firm foundation that you can build on and it'll never be shaken. Its power cannot be shaken. This morning, this morning, the Word of God went out. And everybody had a choice. But the reality is, every person here, every person here this morning, tonight, every service, one thing about it, the power of His Word cannot be shaken. For the Word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than the two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing thunder of soul and spirit, and the joints of man, discerner of the thought, and the intent of the heart. The word of God has power to convict. Michael. Year before he went on to glory is next week. Went to heaven on Christmas Day. Sure did. And we had a privilege of spending that last, that last year. And it's amazing. That's a story on its own and just amazing what God did there. And I asked him, I said, cause I, I talked to Michael and he didn't act like he had a thing in the world I had to say. Matter of fact, he come to church. He's as stone faced as a few of you. And, uh, and didn't act like nothing ever, ever Moved in that act like nothing ever touched him and like nothing ever affected him. And, and I said, Michael, I said, all the times I witnessed to you and the times you heard me preach, did it ever make a difference? Here's what he told me. He said, preacher, he said, I remember every single word that you had to say. It has the power, not my, my, my speak the power of the Word of God to convict. It's got the power to convert. I'm amazed where some of you used to be and where you are now. It's amazing. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. It has power to cleanse. It has power to comfort. Some of you right now and this year, as holidays come up and Thanksgiving and Christmas and these these holidays are joyful for, for some, but for some they bring a, a lot of, a lot of heartache with them, because they they're missing a the family. Just like Michael, that day becomes very—it's it, got joy with family and then heartache because of that. God is a God that can comfort like no one else can. He, he can counsel. And His power will never alter. The power of His word, His promises cannot be shaken. It's estimated there are over 30,000 promises in God's word. Ranging for a promise. God said, i never leave thee or never forsake thee. To promises that is holy and righteous judgment. And He'll remain faithful to all of His promises. His prophecies cannot be shaken. Many of the Bible prophecies have already been literally fulfilled. And history tells us those prophecies. Daniel saw this golden image in the head of of gold. That was a Babylonian uh, empire that ruled the world. He said, now there's a day coming. There's a day coming the Medes and the Persians are going to come and then there's a day coming the Grecians are going to come and destroy the Medo-Persians and then there's a day the Romans are going to come and destroy them. Hundreds of years before it actually happened. But guess what? The Babylonian Empire fell to the Medo-Persians. The Medo-Persians fell to the Greeks. And guess what? The, the Grecian empire fell to the Romans and the Romans didn't fall to anyone. They imploded. No one outside them destroyed them. They destroyed themselves. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take time to do it, but if you want to do a study and compare America to the Roman empire, you would be shocked at the same similarities that we have. I'm always impressed by one. One of the things that Roman Empire—they stopped working. They got lazy. They didn't work. Expected the Roman Empire to keep them up. Soon, you know, sooner or later, you get everybody stops working and everybody's take, paying to take care, of, and you get out of balance. That don't work. And so, his prophecies cannot be shaken. I love this prophecy, Romans 11, 26. And so, all Israel shall be saved, as it is written. That shall come out of Zion the deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. God gave a prophecy and that prophecy is still true. The promises God gave uh, Abraham are still in effect for the nation of Israel. The throne of God cannot be shaken. The word of God cannot be shaken. May I say this? The church of God cannot be shaken. Matthew 16, 18. And I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. May I remind you tonight? Now, the church is not this building that you see around us. The church is every born again, washed in the blood, believer that makes up the church. And may I say this, that church cannot be shaken. You say, well, what if a church, a building may shut down? But may I remind you, the church has been attacked from the very time she was started. And may I say this, if a church is doing anything for the glory of God, there's going to be people attacking that. But the reality is, the church of God cannot be shaken. Jesus said upon this rock, I love this. When I first started pastoring, I I really felt, my, my thought, my job was this. My job was to build the church. And I did my dead level best to build the church. And you know what? What a blessed day. When I read this verse... And the Lord said, upon this rock, I will build my church. I begin to realize, hold it back up. It's not my church. A lot of times people will say, you know, your church, and I understand what you're saying, but it's not my church. I want this church to be your church. I want you to be a place where you come. But the reality is, it's not your church. On this rock I build my church, and the gates of hell should not prevail against it. And Ephesians one fifteen, wherefore I also, after I heard your faith in the Lord Jesus and love to all saints, cease not to give thanks for you and making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of Him. And the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling and what the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints and what's the exceeding greatness of His power to us for who believe according to His mighty power. Church is the body and the bride of Christ. And the church is made up of those who know Him as Lord Jesus Christ. Now the church, true church, is secure, permanent, and abide. I guess what I'm trying to say is this. People say, church is going down. No, it's going up. Yeah. Church is going to be destroyed. No, it'll never be destroyed. And you say, well, hold it. What about some? Well, Matthew 7, 22 takes care of that. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, I will not prophesy in thy name. And in Thy name I've cast out devils, and Thy name done many one for works. Then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Not everybody that sits in our church is part of the church. You need to understand something. Your name on Solid Rock Baptist Church roll, and and here is not a ticket to heaven. It's not, and if you're you're trusting that, you're trusting the wrong thing. If if you think because mom and daddy took me to church, I'm going to No, no, you go to heaven because you trusted Christ as your Savior yourself, and so the church of God cannot and will not be shaken. And then last of all, the child of God should not be shaken. We testify to a lost world not when we stand up in church and shout or praise God. Not when things are going so wonderful in our life. We testify to to a lost and dying world when our world is shaken but we're not I'm not saying you don't need to shed, tears, shed your tears but y'all not be shaken I'm not saying that, that it shouldn't be challenging it will be challenging But y'all not be shaken. It it ought to be frightening sometimes. Understand that. But y'all not be shaken. (coughs) A few years ago, when I went to hospital, I was scared for a little while. But here's the thing. As a child of God, we ought not be shaken. Second Thessalonians says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto me, that you be not soon shaken, notice in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter from as from as the day of Christ is at hand. How many believe Jesus is soon to come? If we really believe that, he said, I don't want you to, don't, it shouldn't unnerve you. You should not be shaken by this. Bible says, when we see all these things, look up, for your intention draweth nigh. It should not shake us. 1 John 2 17. And the world passeth away in the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. John 10 28. And I have given them eternal life, and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. God says, I'll never allow anyone to pluck you out of my hand. You know what? If you're saved tonight, don't you listen? If you're saved, you're in the hands of the Lord. And if and then God puts His hand on top of that, seal with the Holy Ghost of God. If Satan gets to you, he has to move the of God to do it. He has to literally move, and I want you to know, he can't do that. And so we ought not be shaken. Paul said it this way, for I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature sh- shall be able to separate from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can I add a few things to that? And Fox News and all the newscaster and CNN and all the newscasters and all the things you're watching that's got you all nervous and torn up. Bible says None of those things shall separate us from the love of Christ. Can I say this? Not not being ugly, unkind. We would probably do a whole lot better if we if we put our face in this book instead of on Facebook. We'd probably do a whole lot better if we put our face in this book than instead of a TV. And here's the thing. I'm I, I trying to watch the news. I'm not trying to stick my head in the sand. But I'm here to tell you, for a child of God, we should not be shaken. Can I ask you a question? What's it take to shake you? If you are so fearful and shaken, why? Why? I'm, I'm just asking a question. If you're so fearful, why are you shaking? Are you sure you're saved? Are you sure you know Christ? Are you sure that He's your Savior? Because we ought not be as children of God shaken. I know there's times. come. Man, I've come through, I've had some close calls. I, I love my bug. I really do. There ain't one thing about that bug... If I'm hit, I'm squished. <laughs> I'm just telling you, and well, I've had a couple cross crawls, you know, and 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 for a little while, I uh, you know want to draw up and shake, but, but but no, I'm talking about there's there's Christian there's born again believers are just shaken by everything around them every day of life, and God said, why do you that? Because the child of God should not be shaken. I just praise God the fact we have eternal. Many of you, as many folks. I, I went to see Miss Gail. What a blessing she was. And one of the first things she said, Well, preacher, I'm not afraid to die. I'm ready. She's concerned about her children and rightfully so. And what they're doing doing—they're getting in church. And see, when we think about the instability of the world, let's be encouraged to our trusting God who cannot be shaken. Amen. And I pray that you're not soon shaken. Sometimes he takes the things, removes the things that can be shaken. To reveal the things that cannot be shaken. So it's all stand trophy. You ever head down and close?